0: Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zeffert. Soldiers initiated a campaign of dialogue, not division, as they launched their own Israel Awareness Week. Yesterday, Sorges captured a picture picture of Muslim and Jewish students sitting together and talking. It was a great moment. Rachel Rapp is the chairman of Sorges and joins me just for a few minutes to tell me about the campaign she ran. Rachel, well done. Congratulations. You must be relieved the week is over.
1: Thank you, Cherise. Yes, we have our last day today. Uh, We're hoping to wrap it up on the positive note that we've had throughout this week. Rachel, your campaign was dialogue, not division. What were you hoping to achieve? So we felt that all too often on campus there we, there's this import of division and we wanted to export dialogue. We wanted to bring people together to speak um, about the issues without um, fear of intimidation, of threat, um, just to have exactly that, a dialogue. And your
0: background is marketing. What emphasis did you put on in in social media
1: for this campaign? So we kept we obviously emphasised the dialogue. Every time we saw people um, engaging in dialogue, we po- we would post a picture with the caption: "This um, this is what dialogue looks like, not division." Um, what else did we do? We well today, please God, we couldn't be posting the photo of yesterday and saying um, our objective of the week is we've achieved our objective of the week um and yeah i mean it was it was just all about showing people how we engaged in dialogue, how people people were open and receptive to what we have to say. And what were the feelings on campus, both here and on UCT, which I think were the only real two campuses where IAW took place? So I don't want to comment too much on UCT. Um, I've spoken to them about it, but I'm, I'm not sure um, the exact climates. Um, I do know they faced a lot of challenges at the beginning of the week with the um the um the stolen Israeli flag with the blood on your hands. Um the apartheid state blood on your hands was terrible. Um but seeing their pictures from yesterday and speaking to them, um the like the little bit that I know from them is that they um they also had a bit of a successful week. Um, not even a bit. They had a they had a successful week. Um they engaged in, with a few people. Um but I think the general feel at WITS um as also being a student at VITS, um, there was a lot of positivity. A lot of people came and said that they felt they were on like a summer camp because never before has there been Hebrew music playing, all duck juice concentrated in one area, all of us wearing the same t shirts, smelly from all the heat. <laughs> um, and, um, but just because we didn't have at VITS the, um, the PSC alongside soldiers, People that often felt intimidated and threatened by their presence, because it is quite a threatening mm. presence, felt comfortable to engage. So I'll reach out um, to people on campus. What like it skyrocketed because people were going out to engage. They felt comfortable, and there was a really a positive energy, even with the graffiti and um, that horrible t- um, port- portrayal of portrait of Anne Frank wearing um, the Palestinian scarf. Um, there was just like this camaraderie throughout the week. Um, it it was incredible to see. It was really moving. And, and well done to Virts
0: for having the foresight and, uh, to split the students, giving them their own space. And I think that you're right. It did take the tension away. Rachel, as the Chairman of Soldiers. I'm sure you and I are going to chat a lot more this year. I mean, the worst part of your chairmanship is now, well, not the worst, <laughs> the hardest part, as it were. So I wish the students um, going forward like a really productive time on
1: campus doing things that students should be doing as well. Thank you, Cherise. Um, and thank you to everyone who helped. I mean, the South African Zionist Federation, the South African Jewish Board of Deputies, um our students on campus, the passionate, dedicated team we have, it was incredible. We wouldn't have been able to pull this all off without the support out, our, our um, host families, our donors. It's all these small things that come together to make this a really successful campaign. So thank you. And well done to your students and to you and your committee because it is
0: incredibly hard work. One of the people that came out from overseas to be part of Israel, a part of Ruit, is Yaya Mohammed, an Arab-Israeli. He is from the village Um Al-Fam, which is one of the largest Arab villages in Israel. It is also known for its anti-Israel activities. Yaya, however, is a self-proclaimed Zionist and is part of the Stand With Us team. They um, One of the things they do is challenge the Israeli apartheid analogy. He joins me now to tell me his story. Yaya, welcome and thank you for joining me.
2: Oh, thank you. Very, very happy to be back on Chai FM.
0: Uh, you were brought back After your excellent performance last year, we knew that um, one of the people that needed to be part of the soldiers team was Yaya. So thank you so much for coming back again. Oh,
2: thank you. Thank you so much. I am very, very happy to be in South Africa uh, and I'm very happy to support the Jewish students uh, on WITS and in Cape Town. And everywhere around the world, that's uh, my duty towards the community and to my country.
0: Yeah, yeah. this is, as we said, the second time you've been here. Last time when you spoke at Wits Campus, they were so threatened by your message, they being the other side, they cut the cord of your microphone, ensuring your message wouldn't be loudly heard. How does this year on campus compare to last year?
2: Yeah, unfortunately, I remember very vividly last year, there was a lot of engagement in violent acts. Uh, This year, uh, the Wits University decided to separate us, uh, the Saudis and the anti-Israel side. Uh, Unfortunately, this worked to some extent, but they could not, mark my words, they could not resist coming every single day and trying to provoke us. For example, Tuesday was the day when they came. I personally was shouted at, insulted being offered money to support my family, if I support the pro-Palestinian side. I mean, it's uh, really sad that they have to offer people money to support their side. Uh, But yesterday as well, they came speaking about from 40, 30 to 40 people that came, quote-unquote, to have a dialogue. But in matter of fact, they were were there to intimidate us and uh, to try to frighten us, which didn't actually work in their favor. Uh, We had a conversation for... Two hours, I want to say, which ended up with a couple of groups being broken. Uh, bro- the groups, be- the massive group, being broken into little groups, and we are having dialogue back and forth. It was very, very good. Some of them were very, very uh, interested in hearing the other side. Because uh, speaking to one of the Muslim students on Vitz after uh, I made the speech was that in her own in her own words, she said it was eye opening. Because she said that she has been surrounded by this one ideology, which is the anti-Israel ideology her entire life. And here, now she's hearing something else. So I'm very, very happy, honestly, that I'm making this change. Thanks to Sajis. Thanks to Stand With Us. And uh, like Rachel said, thanks to everybody who came together with a donation. Thank you to uh, all the organizations that facilitated this. Uh, uh, those uh, us like being here.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can understand why they would target you because you are proof that Israel is not an apartheid state.
2: I am their worst nightmare.
0: You are their worst nightmare. <laughs> and and uh, tell me a little bit about the village that you come from.
2: The village where I come from is a bit is, a, is very special. We're known for two things: great hummus, oh, and anti-Israel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the two fortunately don't necessarily have to go together. Yeah, yeah. Tom, where is your village?
2: Uh, it's near Nazareth. Uh, it's a very, very. Uh, it's the economic center of the of the region. Uh, it's a very, very big town. Um, it is mentioned in the news, uh, unfortunately, sometimes because the town is controlled by pretty much a terrorist organization called the Islamic Movement for 30 years now, they're very anti-Israel. And I always try to convey this message to people, is that it never ends with anti-Israel. It's anti-Israel first. Second of all, you get more and more extremists after that. Uh, For example, in my town, um, there was a mosque that was built and dedicated to ISIS, uh, where you would go on Friday and hear what ISIS are doing in Syria. Um, There were, like, swastikas on the walls extremely disturbing things, which for me growing up there, that was my normal. That was my norm. Until I actually stepped out of my community and realized, wait, this is not normal actually to have swastikas on the walls.
0: When you you stepped out of your community, where did you step?
2: So growing up in my community, I was, as I said, I was very, very much surrounded with anti-Israel messages and I myself grew up anti-Israel. And then I uh, worked in Tel Aviv. Uh, Went to work in Tel Aviv as a busboy in in one of the hotels. And this was really eye-opening for me because I have never met Jewish people before in my life. Uh, There's no Jewish individuals living in uh, in Um El Fahim. So I I have never left my town before, and I have met people who are just people like me, who have families, hobbies, friends. Uh, They're very much sick of the status quo that we have in Israel and want to change it. Not quite the picture that I had in my mind of your typical average Jew that was given to me. Uh, so, in the first week, uh, I had a uh, 12-hour shift. I finished, I remember very vividly that I finished my shift and I go to wait for my bus, only to be approached by a Chabad rabbi. And he approaches me, he comes and tells me, asks me if I wrap tefillin in the morning. I love their dedication, but he keeps on talking and talking and talking. <laughs> he talks for about two minutes. Uh, it was just before Sukkot, so he tells me about the Chag and how important it is, Sheik love and everything. And then I break break the news. said... <laughs> Well, thank you. I appreciate your time, but I'm actually not Jewish. What he said to me remained with me until today. He said that it doesn't matter if you're Jewish or not. What really matters is that you're a good person. And from this point, from this this moment on, uh, I started rethinking everything that I was taught about Israel and the Jewish people. Fast forward a couple of a couple of years uh, um, in the future, here I am sitting in in Chai in South Africa. <laughs>
0: What was the reaction to your community, to your actions?
2: Uh, and, and the community, I wouldn't generalize as speaking to the community itself. There was a lot of support coming from the community and a lot of hate at the same time. We have to understand that there's a, sil- there's a silent majority in the Arab, in the Middle East, not just my town, not Israel, not the Palestinians in the Middle East. And we have to endorse this silent majority whenever somebody steps up and talks. One of the, the walk, walk-ins, walk-bys that we had yesterday Uh, I made the mistake of questioning my uh, my stand and asked how come how come am I going to believe you because you seem like a lone voice nobody's supporting you. I said, well, for a moment it might seem like that, but we have to realize that there are many many others who, if they talked, if they spoke, whatever I'm speaking right now, they would be persecuted, they would be uh, attacked, they would be outcasted from their communities. So uh, we have to acknowledge this silent majority because those numbers we cannot uh, we cannot ignore because of a loud minority that we have, especially on the on the campuses, everywhere around the world.
0: And the silent majority—I mean, I think it's it's a very valid point that you make. Do when you stood out and said, "I'm sorry, I, I condemn terrorism coming from our own village," were they available to? I mean, even if it was just to you personally, did they convey their support to you?
2: Um, there was a lot of a lot of uh, support coming from uh, not only from my villages, from my village. My last stand, I made a video condemning a terrorist attack that happened on the Temple Mount. Uh, my inbox flooded with support messages. We're speaking Palestinians, Jordanians, Israeli Arabs, etc., etc. As I said, the loud majority, the silent majority will sometimes speak up, but we have to understand that whenever they speak up, they need support because. Unfortunately, this majority thinks that they're the minority because
0: no one's speaking exactly. And it's often that the the narrative gets hijacked by the noisy who kind of impose it on everybody else. Yeah, um, yeah. When you okay, before we get back to when you get back to Israel, let's just talk a little bit about the the Arab Israelis situation in Israel. Do you see a way forward?
2: Uh, There's absolutely a way forward. Um, Right now, I believe they held a census uh, asking, uh, a survey asking uh, Israeli Arabs, what do they think about Israel? 46% uh, of the Israeli Arabs said that they would identify as Israeli. They said they have no problem with the Jewish state being called a Jewish state. It's like with Israel's identity. And we often forget, as I said about this majority, 46%. And we sometimes focus on the people who are, anti-israel and stuff especially in the media because that's what sells that's what gets attention um there's a way forward definitely there's a future i don't see uh i don't see israel giving up on its arab uh, my- minority uh within the country our there have been uh, many many projects for integration with this for the israeli arab communities uh going from the police to the idf uh s- Working in Arabic, uh, doing good PR, helping the Arabic communities grow. So there is definitely a way forward. Definitely, I see a future.
0: And when you land back in Israel, you will be joining the IDF?
2: Uh, Yeah, I was, uh, yeah. Uh, When I land in Israel uh, on the 19th, 3 (laughs) a.m., I will have less than 24 hours to buy uh, equipment, backpack, shave my head. (laughs) <laughs> and go to the army.
0: And um, how many Arab Israelis managed to go to the army? Uh,
2: the numbers are never released of minorities. The numbers is never released, like by the IDF of active duty members. Uh, but there is a high number. I want to say a high doesn't mean like tens of thousands, but a high number, higher than you expect.
0: Well, the, the, um, one of our guests that was here was Ishmael Kaldi, who is an Israeli Arab. <clears throat> Bedouin. Yes, and um, he was very clear that the Bedouins do participate in the army, as do the Druze, all smaller minorities. That's what I love about Israel. Everybody's a minority of something. There. Um, what is the relationship between the the Arab Israelis and other minorities?
2: Uh, the Bedouins definitely serve as does the Druze, uh, the, relationships between the towns is really, it varies because not every Israeli Arab town is like my town. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you get some towns, some great examples, uh, a great example is Abu Abu Ghosh Mm -hmm. next to Jerusalem. It's an Israeli Arab town, very well integrated into the Israeli society, uh, my town and Abu Ghosh have the same status in Israel, except that the people over there are very, very well uh, integrated. Uh,
0: they may challenge you on the base hummus as well.
2: Uh, we'll see about that. <laughs> here's, a, here's a challenge for Abu Ghosh, anybody's <laughs> listening. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, the people draft. Uh, for us Israeli Arabs like me, uh, They we have the option of volunteering into the IDF. Which I love. I Always I get asked by Israelis, like, why would you volunteer? Why would you voluntarily go into the system? And it, and I look so, so shocked. And I say, well, I've heard about the food. And I'm like, I'm sold. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, yeah. I look forward to you coming back again next year for Israel Apartheid Week. Personally, I would hope that the, the other side stop with it because I don't see that they've achieved anything anything in the 12 years that they've done except creating tension on campus and uh, exposing themselves to be real anti-Semites. But um, I hope that you will come back next year. And I hope we can continue the conversation and get a sense of uh, how things have been for you as an Arab-Israeli from a predominantly hostile Arab-Israeli village fighting the IDF.
2: Thank you. Uh, we'll see about coming back next year because I'm not allowed to fly out, but uh, we'll see. Honestly, this is like the message that we must like convey to the people is that the tension and the violence that we have on the campus during those weeks is that must be stopped and this must be changed uh, coming from the university or the community itself. Uh, I have seen people who were very, very happy. I can't tell you how many Jewish students just told me those words. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here because like, I felt that before they felt like they had nobody on campus. And now they do with Sages and stand with us uh, with the delegation here. I was personally in Cape Town and in uh, Johannesburg. And we've seen great successes in both campaigns. It is absolutely amazing. Uh, And we have to understand that as a community, we don't want to end up in a situation where the Jewish students would get hurt or the Jewish students would be uh, uh, assaulted on the campuses. And we have to stand together uh as rachel said uh hand in hand helping each other to make this happen every single year and not just make this happen but make it stronger make it better every single year uh i hope to participate next year i hope to see uh, a more peaceful week uh and i hope to see progress happening within uh, the other side because the shouting and the insults are not getting us anywhere dialogue and not division (laughs)
0: On that note, I'd like to say also thank you so much for coming. Thank you to Stand With Us and well done to soldiers again. And uh, I wish you the best of luck in the IDF.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: That was Yaya Mohammed uh, from Stand With Us who came out for the South African soldiers campaign.